Welcome, Lesbos, Lesbros, and Leshoes. Hello, Lesbos. Welcome to another episode of Lesbo Convo. I am Diamond Shante. And I'm Aston. And we are your hosts this evening, every evening. Or whenever you're listening. <laughs> or whenever you're listening, morning, noon, and night. Let's get into the episode. All right. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's been a long weekend, but my, my weekend includes Mondays, so still the weekend for me. Look, yay, yay to you. What what have you been on with your long ass weekend? Um, yesterday I had a date. Mm. Um, so so that's what I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> we love the dates. Yeah, someone who I've been talking to for a few days, and I was really excited about her. Everything like seemed great when we were talking. Um, but after the actual date, I just realized like she's still like so lovely. But I just realized like this isn't gonna work out long term. So let me just you know let her know now. So yes, so yeah. yeah but I mean, oh. it was a cute little date. I, pl- I it was my date. I planned it. I asked her out. Um, I handled everything. So it was cute. But yeah. Hi. Um, any specifics on why it just wasn't going to work out or just just y'all didn't mesh? Just, you know, it's not even that we didn't mesh. It's just some stuff, you know, I, Lord knows I don't want her to listen to this and hear it. But um, just, you know, there just were some like key differences that I noticed. And I was like, okay, like you are very nice, very kind. If I was looking to like casually date right now Mm -hmm. like definitely would casually date her but kind of more so wanting to only be on like a more serious wavelength with people or like or nothing at all like I'd rather just be by myself or be with somebody seriously I'm not in the mood for the in the middle right now we're not wasting time in 2022 yeah I'm just you know but if I wanted to casually date like she's she is really nice and cool but just there's some key differences when I think of like who my long-term partner would be um so just wanted to I just you know I let her know today that I don't you know see it for us but I hope we could be cool because I mean we had a good time but it was was a no love loss but I'm not gonna lie it still does bring disappointment like there's like a disappointment after like okay I went on a date it didn't work out like that's just always a for me, that's always disappointing, especially when you're excited about somebody. So. Yes. It doesn't even matter if you're the one that has to, like, be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. It's just, I would rather her have been, like, an asshole, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm like, makes oh, sense. no, you're this, like, nice, lovely person. Damn. <laughs> you have been a jerk, so. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 been my my weekend, and then today I just relaxed because today is my Sunday actually. So okay, the end of your weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. How's I mean, yours? Sounds like a good weekend though. Uh, mine. I've been in recovery, physical recovery. I did something to my back. Um, I don't know what I did. Like I'm so clueless. But I woke up yesterday and I was just in so much pain. Mm -hmm. Like I was literally down for the count. I had so much work to do. Tried to push through, but it was like hurting to stand and then to sit and then to lay. Like I could not get in a comfortable situation to save my life yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Woke up, 
today and it was pretty much the same. So I literally stretched all of the top of my day, stretched it out, stretched it out. So I'm about 75% better. Um, other than that, it's just been, just been work, just been business trying to fill these orders, you know, mm-hmm. just you know, trying to keep my business mind and my business self at its best. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but other than my physical pain, the weekend was good and productive. Good. No complaints over here. No dates, though. Oh, No dates. I've actually been on the date drought. Really? For, mm-hmm. Yes. The date drought. I mean, long distance, then COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a lot of stuff. So when was the on. last time you saw Lover? Oh, my God. It's been like two months it's going on yes it's been no lover fix it i know you listen (laughs) fix it (laughs) you know what and i really think it would i don't think that it would have been this long at all had it not been for like everything going on because of course she was we saw each other maybe the week before thanksgiving i think Mm -hmm. so but that was the last time um, yeah, we need to change that reality. I'm like, I'm needing a date. I'm needing a vacation. I'm needing, and I mean, she's she has not been pressing me. She knows I've been in like creating mode, creation mode. I've been been in business mode, so I'm trying to stay focused and get a lot of things accomplished. But yeah, uh, it's about that time. <laughs> yes, it is. It is y'all overdue. Um, listeners, I'm sorry if y'all can hear my ghetto ass neighborhood. My neighbors are like outside, like cussing each other out. They are so loud and inconsiderate. I cannot <laughs> wait for these people to get either leave or get kicked the fuck out because I can't stand living next to them. Like it is horrible. So I'm gonna, you know, do my best with this episode. But I have loud, horrendous neighbors um, doing what they do best, being terrible. So we're the we're the, le- the lesbos with hood ass neighbors. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Tell me what you did to get rid of them. I mean, it, I know how to get rid of them, but <laughs> right. We we want them to get rid of themselves. I want them to get rid of themselves. I don't want to have to take it into my own hands. Okay, um, my my own magical hands. But if I have to, I'll do what I have to do to get peace. Listen, peace is number one. Peace is number one. But yes, other than that, the ghetto neighbors, the body pains, and the... Not bad dates, but just incompatible dates. Incompatible dates. Because it wasn't a bad date. We actually had a really nice time, but just, you know, more friends. Friends. That's all it is. Listen, and sometimes the best of friends come out of the not-so-best of Mm -hmm. dates. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, know that. actually dating is so weird and just it's just like a series I have realized because I've never actually done this before um like dated mm-hmm. just, real dated yeah I've never done this before I never like had to I kind of just always would talk to someone and then we would be together <laughs> uh-huh, t- look t- typical lesbo behavior <laughs> but it's like weird dating you literally just at like finest it wasn't even necessarily you hauling. It just was like happenstance. Like I had just, you know, I had long-term relationships kind of in like college age and I didn't really date around and, you know, 
I was no. with someone for so long and I'm single. Dating is literally just like being disappointed all the time. Like <laughs> that is what I have come to learn. So I kind of hate it here. It's very ghetto, but well, the topic of this evening is dun 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 the <laughs> X factor. Yay! We're talking about exes. Ah! Oh my god, the good, the bad, and the what the fuck was I thinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the X factor. How do you feel about exes? I mean, do you have good situations with any exes, or are they all on the out? Um, I have neutral situations with all of my exes. I don't really feel, um. I was in a relationship. I was, you know, married or whatever. I was in a relationship for so long and we got together when I was 21. So everyone that I was with before her, honestly, I I mean, technically they're my ex, but they don't really count, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not counting a relationship that I was in when I was 18. Like, I literally don't care. Like, it does not matter to me literally at all. So really the only person I even consider my ex is my ex-wife. Um, and y'all know I don't speak on her on here, so... Um, but it, it's it's just it's fine, you know. I have a neutral relationship with anyone that has ever been in a relationship with. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that. And I have one that um, I don't speak. You know, I have a, quite a few exes that I don't, you know, speak to literally at all. I don't even know if they're alive. So I have some of those. I don't even know you at all. Yeah, and I mean it. And that's it, okay. It, it doesn't bother me one way or the other, for <laughs> real. I really, I literally, quite literally don't care. It was so long ago. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to be getting your perspective, like a new, fresh perspective for someone that probably, you probably really haven't had to deal with this stuff um, mm-hmm. too much. But uh, in terms of being in a relationship, so do you think that that would be something, was that an issue for you? in your last relationship like do you feel a way about a person that you're with being friends with their exes absolutely not i don't give a goddamn can we give a clap up for that i don't care at all i think it's all done i think it's done i don't care but i think honestly i think you need to honor the relationship agreement you have with that person so if you're with someone so for me personally just in general, an ex still being in your life, that is absolutely not a problem for me because I'm someone, I believe in honoring natural transitions of relationships. Correct. Sometimes relationships just grow and they change. It doesn't mean that like all of a sudden, just because you're no longer romantic with someone that you have to hate them or excommunicate them. But I do think if you, if you do have a situation where an ex-partner is causing issues or crossing boundaries and you're allowing that, then that's his own conversation. But just in, I don't think it's like one size fits all exes are bad. Like that's childish to me. So I, I totally, I totally agree. But there's so many people that feel like exes should be banished specifically because they're your ex. And that's I have childish. a hard time understanding that. Like I totally agree with what you're saying. If the person is bringing, and this is for exes, friends, family, mm-hmm. whomever, if someone is bringing, you know, issues and strife and drama, you know, just doing too much. Mm-hmm. Now, that is a perfectly good reason for, you know, a, a person that you're dealing with or for yourself to be like, okay, yeah, you no longer 
can have this position in my life. Exactly. And if you have someone, if you're dating someone, you're in a relationship with someone, and they still have like romantic stuff going on with their ex, then why would you want to be with them anyway? Getting rid of the ex is not going to solve the problem that you're having there. The problem is that the person you're with is dishonest. It's not the ex. So um, this is true. To probably just get rid of the entire nigga instead <laughs> of worrying about the ex. Now, some people feel like an ex is anybody that you've had a relationship with of any kind, whether it be um, mental, emotional, physical. What What are your thoughts on that? Like, what makes an ex an ex? Um, hmm. I People I consider my exes are people that I've been in, like, you know, committed relationships with. Like, we have said to each other that we are in a relationship with each other. That's who I consider my exes. But I think in a general sense, I think you can consider just, like, ex-partner in general. So let's say it's someone who you were dating for, like, three months. You know, y'all had a really close, intimate, very connected relationship that was romantic, and you ended the romantic part. Like, maybe technically they're not your ex, but... I would lump them into the category, you know. Okay, like, yeah, I, I yeah, would yeah. Lump them into that, it's like that's. I your think to not would be childish as well. <laughs> that would be childish, like ex, ex, ex partner. Like it's just ex partner, yeah. whoever your partner was, you know. And you know, some people like to differentiate between talking, dating, relationship. I think it's just anybody who I do. We were. <laughs> I do too. I think I do too. I think it's just when it comes to the whole ex thing. You could really consider it anyone that you are romantic or I don't know, though. It's just I guess it depends on the severity of it, you know? Yeah, but I think that's fair game to say anybody that you had something of any importance with. Yeah. Ooh, any importance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that can be you can put them in the ex department. Mm -hmm. Yep. Even if they technically weren't your girlfriend. Yes. I mean, yeah, for sure. So, but I know so many people, I know so many women who are like, oh no, like, oh, that's your ex. No communication, no, like no knowing them. And I find that very, like you said, childish, but just very hard to really believe that someone is going to do that just because another person demanded them to. It's like very insecure and see this is why I talk about monogamy so much it's very much giving like toxic monogamy like you I am the only person you see I am the only person that exists in your world like that shit is that's so unrealistic like (laughs) that is so unrealistic and so unfair and like I I don't I don't like it and it's so insecure like why are you so insecure like you gotta just dead the person. Like that's kind of a lot. You like know? people be wanting people to kill their exes. Like <laughs> dead ass. And you know, when I first got with my ex, my ex wife, I was very much like that about her ex girlfriend because mm-hmm. I was insecure. It had nothing to do with her ex girlfriend. It had nothing to do with her. It had everything to do with me being insecure. I was like, why are you still following her on Instagram? Like. Why did, you know, and it, me now, I'm like, that is so dumb. Why wouldn't you still follow her Instagram? If, you know, whatever. If that's what you want to do, like, okay. But I was, I was like that. I was like, she needs to disappear. Like, you need to <laughs> not, I, you know, she needs to not exist anymore. You need to I never was, know her again. Yeah. Like, I was very much like that. So, we her from your memory. Been there, done that. 
And it's not cute. And I was just jealous of somebody who that I really had no reason to ever be jealous over other than just being insecure about myself. So Okay. That's okay. usually that's usually what it is. Hmm. Huh. Yes, mm-hmm. interesting. I've never been that person only because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I've I come from a family where I mean, my father has a really good relationship with most of his, you know, children's mother. I mean, not just a good co-parenting relationship, a good interacting, you know, interactive, more, well, family, you know, Mm -hmm. relationship. Like, we're going to, you know, if something is wrong, they know they can call my dad, vice Mm -hmm. versa. Like, and there's nothing going on at all like my father lived with my mom and my stepdad for a little while when he was going through some things in his own life and to my friends in the outside world it was like wait a minute what your father lived there with your mom and her husband and yeah like in all actuality my dad and my stepdad were like the best of fucking friends they were the parents for real for real it was like all right and i don't that you're gonna pick them up you're gonna drop it all drop them off what Mm -hmm. you gonna do like it was very cool and they have a great relationship. I think that's how, I think, especially when children are involved, that's how it should be. And they done had some situations know. back in the Disney, you know. <laughs> yeah, it don't get there automatically, but, you know. So I just come from seeing a different level of maturity when it comes to um, just coexisting and dealing with people from your past. And I mean, again, I know that with them there was children involved but the bigger picture for me is the child and growing into this and watching this was seeing how people can come from one dynamic to the other mm-hmm. you know what I mean and still maintain these specific relationships mm-hmm. that actually matter you know to the other party yep. yep so yeah never never necessarily now I, I definitely wanted some exes to be gone for their own reasons you know what I mean but never just because you were simply the ex yeah so I mean is there such thing as being too close with your ex and I guess in or out of another relationship um I think so and but I think it is when it's like hindering you from moving on from the romantic part of the relationship yeah because there is nothing wrong with being friends with an ex but for some people I'm one of those people when I'm like grieving a romantic part of something I need to take like time away I need to not follow you on Instagram for a little bit I just need to like not see you and like constantly have you in my radar Mm -hmm. so you just sticking around all the time like that would be too close and then you know, once I can say that I've healed from the romantic part of the relationship, but I do still want to maintain platonic, you know, then you could come back in my life. But I think if you like, if you're like me in that way, where you need space from someone, but you have this ex and they're just, they've always been a constant in your life. Like you haven't healed from the romantic part mm-hmm. and then to start dating someone else and you're expecting to be monogamous and you start dating someone else and you still like haven't he like haven't gotten over the romantic part to me that is like dishonest that's shysty behavior i think it's shysty and people lie about it people lie and say they're over their exes and a lot of times they don't be and i don't i don't like that yeah no that's true like that's that true I've, I've been in a situation like that before now the and okay now when we say romantic 
we are talking about like being, wanting to be with them, wanting to smash, like mm-hmm. still wanting to have those things. Mm-hmm. And like that, that romantic, and you know, like you have, you can have like very intimate relationships with your friends, but mm-hmm. it is still different when it's like a, a partner. That's that like that emotional intimacy too. It's just like the dynamic of the relationship needs to change. And I think for most people, I don't know. I just guess I'll speak for little old me. For me, I need time <laughs> away from your ass. Like I need to like not see you. Like I need to like you need to not be in my view. Like I will mute your Instagram stories and posts. Like I won't be looking at what I won't be stalking you, looking at what you're doing because all it does is make me think about you and be like, mm-hmm. she looks like you, or make me jealous about what you're doing. Or like, right? No, you no, know, no, I agree. Space, space is 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 needed. I agree, and I didn't think that I, I didn't used to think I needed that type of space because it's like, yeah. okay, once I'm done fucking with you, and it's like, you know, we ain't that no more. You feel like you can like just move forward with this level of this new sense of like I mean you just you just somebody I used to know or somebody that I was with Mm -hmm. but the time apart even when the romantic situation is not there it's still I really think it's still very much needed um to just heal your own self from whatever confusion hurt resentment you know that is very very or, or just the ties that might yeah, that might be them. right and I mean I had to learn that um I had to learn that the hard way mm-hmm. I definitely held, have held on to relationships in ways that I that I just didn't need to anymore mm-hmm. for longer and I because I, I wanted to be very um very careful and specific with my words because it's not that oh uh, I just need to cut them off just because, like, but for me specifically, like, feeling like, okay, I owe this person this level of loyalty. I owe this person this level of commitment still, and not commitment as their romantic partner, but, like, okay, I've always been there for them. You know, why wouldn't I always be there for them still? But taking that space, is a form of being there for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And I definitely dropped the ball in that department a couple of times, and I am able to see that a lot, a lot more clear mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, child, having those obligations, honey, especially when you've been dealing with somebody for years. Like, yes. listen, those short-term couple months, like even six months for me ain't no time. Okay, that's, that's, no that's time a short relationship, yeah. For it's me, not, that's yeah. like a day. We talking years under your belt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so those couple months, I can really not know you no more after that. That that's easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl to me. Mm-hmm. But the the year ones, the years, the longevity, yeah. Those are the ones that I've had a hard time just just removing myself. Just giving people a certain level of access to me mm-hmm. because they take advantage of that, you know. And, and it's like you're used to it too. You, know? you are, like, especially when you've been with someone for years and you like become enmeshed and like you know, dependent on one, dependent in a healthy way or unhealthy way. But just like 
you know, that's your emotional support, your financial support. Like that is your like partner in life. And then they're not there no more. It just, it's uh, like, you just want to like run back for a new place. Right. Yeah. But you do have to like start to just intentionally separate yourself from that or else you never, you can't really fully heal and move on if you always just running back or always what? looking to see what they doing or whatever. That's true. That's true. Or just like you won't be able to really grasp onto that sense of self that you mm-hmm. need that separate yourself yep. from that last relationship because I have had like my last official relationship with a title we'll say that um my ex-fiance it it was that was a that relationship definitely had a chokehold on me in a in the sense of feeling obligated Mm -hmm. to being there emotionally and mind you we still have a very very good relationship like we're really good friends um but I have allowed myself to, I've allowed myself the time to like, just be there for me. Even if it was moments where she was going through things where it's like, I know she needs me. Sometimes it just might not be conducive to whatever I have going on in that moment. And because you are not my partner in that way anymore, I have to, I had to learn, you know, to properly, properly, I'm sorry, separate myself or just, no, I can't, you can't run to the fire all the time, mm-hmm. you know? And I had a very hard time because my level of loyalty um, in any relationship that I'm in, family, friend, romantic, you know, it is super, super strong. And I'm a Taurus, so we are loyal, honey. Um, and yeah, just too loyal, loyal to the point where I was unloyal to myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the different, the good things that were happening for me, I I can admit I dropped the ball on a past situation due to, you know, my level of loyalty to my ex, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it was, uh, there was nothing out of pocket going on, but my commitment to, you know, okay, this is my friend. And I think at the time it was more so trying to hold on to the well I'm not going to make this decision because this is what you want me to do mm-hmm. you know I, I I think that if it was if that was really not a thing and I know I did it subconsciously but if that was not a thing I think that the reins that um, that relationship had in terms of how loyal I was being or you know would have de- kind of dropped off on its own I was holding on to like trying to prove a point, mm-hmm. you know, based on like, no, cause I'm a good ass friend yeah. and I ain't going to stop being a good ass friend just because you, and we, there was no big arguments that had, but that was had, but the, you know, that shit will fuck up your shit. Mm-hmm. That shit will fuck up your shit. So you got to know when to let go and let go. Don't always mean in my opinion, again, not knowing the person anymore, mm-hmm. but there's certain just certain levels you're gonna have to drop down sometimes, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah, and that is okay. Um, in new relationships, what do you think, and how do you feel about talking about your exes or your past relationships? Is that an absolute hell no? Think it's necessary sometimes, like, 
Um, I mean, I think it's important conversations to have. I think if you, I think there's a difference between like intentional conversations about like, tell me about your past relationship experience. What have you learned from it? Um, you know, did you experience any relationship trauma or whatever versus just always bringing up your ex, right? So if we are sitting, if we're in the getting to know you stage and we kind of get into that, you know, tell me about your relationships. I want you to talk about like your ex and your experiences and what you learned. But what I don't want is we watching a movie and you got to bring up your ex. <laughs> or we go to the mall and something reminds you of your ex. Like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, shut up. Like, oh that, yeah, that I would don't be like. a problem. That is a problem. It's like, why are you still, why has this person on your mind so much? Because like, I don't even talk about my friends like that. Like, I don't watch a movie with a girl I'm trying to date and I'd be like oh my god my best friend loves this movie so why are you doing it with your ex like it just it's like you not over them like they still in your mind like that like do you have some stuff you need to work out before you come over here but I do think if you want to just talk about somebody's relationships in general I think those are important conversations to have especially I think once you get to a stage in life where people have had extensive relationships under their belts. You know, you can talk to the people who have been divorced, people who have been engaged. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about how that formed you. You know, I think it'd be kind of dumb and irresponsible just to, like, gloss over it. But Well, I think sometimes the people that want you to gloss over it are those same people that might not want you to be friends or ever know your ex again. Like, they cannot even handle those type of conversations. That's, I cannot, I'm sorry. I cannot comprehend that. Like, I literally cannot comprehend that. Like, how, like, for me, I've been married. I can't, that is something that needs to be discussed. Yeah, it's a large part of who I am and who I was and why I am, how I am. Exactly. And I don't, you know, you don't need to know my ex's favorite color, but, like, let's talk about some of the, like, like the deep shit that I experienced in that Mm -hmm. relationship and how it formed me and how it's going to form how I'm going to show up with you like I would want to know that about somebody exactly that's how I am I like to communicate my experiences and Mm -hmm. I have been in very long relationships so if we're going to be talking about my experience I don't want to have to feel like I have to dumb down um, a story or a scenario because it involves an ex like Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be able and I want to be comfortable enough to be like, okay, we can have these conversations. And then after the, and, and when the conversation is over, it's not a, a situation of like, I mean, damn, you still hung up on your ex because you brought them up or this conversation pertained around your ex. Well, yeah, well, we talked about infidelity. So this is who, <laughs> who was cheating and this is how exactly. they did it. And this is what it did to me. So we have to, how do you talk about that and don't talk about the person? Exactly. I, a lot of this stuff seems very, like, that just seems very teenager-like to me, to not talk about exes. It seems like something that people who don't have a lot of exes might do. I don't yeah, see how two I actual agree. adults can have an adult relationship without having ever talked about your previous relationship. Listen, like, that just, that's, it's giving some, teenager. I dated someone before. And she did not want me to, it was after a while, you know, she made a specific request. Like, I don't want to have conversations about your ex anymore. Mind you, they weren't necessarily conversations about my ex, but because this was the person that I had been with for the last almost a decade, um, 
you know, they would come up and I was dealing with some things that in that moment were very specific to mm-hmm. my ex. And if I am dating you and dealing with you seriously, I want to be able to, like I said, have very full, open and honest conversations. Mm-hmm. But I will respect what you say, you know, and how you feel. I think that that's very important. So I didn't discuss my ex anymore. And then it turned into basically, I feel like a guessing game on, you know, what now what the person that I'm dating is thinking about me and my ex because she knew that we still had a friendship, that we still communicated. But now you're not knowing anything because you said that it made you uncomfortable. So I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to do anything that you've already expressed to me makes you uncomfortable. But then it turned out I really believe that not having me not saying certain things made her even more uncomfortable because now you made it so that you have to guess and wonder. The problem was always her. The problem was her being insecure. Like, to me, you're essentially asked, like, you were with your ex for, like, almost 10 years, right? Yes. Like, that is asking, asking someone not to talk about an ex, that is asking you to never discuss an entire decade of your life because that person was there for an entire decade. How can you how can how would you want to be with someone that can never talk about an entire decade and mind you we have had conversations but even even it's gonna come up though it even small conversations though it it turns in turned into me feeling like I was having dishonest conversations because Mm -hmm. I would have to dumb down the conversation to make sure that I'm kind of now talking around exactly you know talking around stuff like on my date I went on a date right and, you know, she started asking me about my travels or whatever and everywhere that I had, you know, traveled to. Mm-hmm. Well, all of my traveling was done with my ex, right? Right. So it's like, I'm not going to tell the story in a way where it's like, oh, me and my ex, we did this and it was so like this. But I'm also not going to pretend I was on the trip by myself. Right. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, you, it's going to come up, you know, and there was some negative things that came out of that and we kind of talked through that and it wasn't a big deal it was just it wasn't me like gloating about having traveled with my ex but it also is like I'm not I can't hide it and if I try to make it seem like I went by myself like that's that's weirder to me than to just like tell your life story like I'd rather you be honest about your life (laughs) exactly Uh uh-huh and let me deal with my own insecurities about whatever I may hear because mm-hmm. yeah yeah and if somebody if somebody went on some bomb ass trips with their ex and i'm like i'm feeling a little jealous which honestly i would never why would i be jealous of some shit that happened in your past that's mad dumb but if i was i would just be like oh so i guess we need to travel together like that would be my response exactly exactly no i totally agree mm-hmm. i totally agree hmm what else? Grow Speaking of, <laughs> I don't think a lot of lesbians have left high school. I it really don't, like and it, it, and it don't is, matter how it don't matter how old you are, how grown. And I have my air quotes up on mm-hmm. that. How grown you are, people still revert back to like this mindset of ownership. Uh, uh, my mine, mine, mine. Absolutely not. I will not be possessed. Absolutely not. I wish you would. And I don't really care how much I love you and I'm into you. Like, I'm mine. Always. I am mine. <laughs> I belong to me. 
in myself and I, not you. You will never possess me. Like, I don't think people ever really, like, sit back and think about what it truly means to be possessive over another human being. It's actually fucking gross. And, like, not healthy. Some people love that shit. Like, being possessive over someone, that's not, that's not even just being, that's not even, like, romantic of, like, I choose you, I love you, you know, because of my love for you, I only want to be with you. Possession is a whole other thing. And so many people think that possessive shit is cute and okay. They do. It's really not. It's grow up. Go to therapy. It's not cute to, like, want to be possessive over someone. Something's wrong with you. I'm sorry. Yeah, those are the same people that as soon as you're not within arm's reach, it's like they are going ape shit. Yeah. What are you doing? Where are you at? Who are you talking to? Who are you seeing? Who are you looking at? Oh, my God. I'm looking at everybody because that's just what I do. I love to see beautiful things, people, places, and things, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Like, the person that I'm dating, we definitely can look at people together, like... My gawk might be a little too, a little too strong. She might not like it, but that's just who I am. I, I love, <laughs> listen, I love beautiful women. I love to see it. And just, why do you want to be clocking somebody like that? Like, why do you want to be, you know what? Let's, I can't, I can't. I'm irritated with the lesbians today. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this bad relationship behavior. Possession is gross and y'all need to grow up and figure out why you want to be possessive over people. If you want to choose one person and make an everyday choice to only be in love with one person that is beautiful and gorgeous, but you want to possess another human being, figure out why you want to do that, please. Yeah, this isn't, you're not the only child and this is not your only toy. Yeah, like like you don't own them. People are their own people. (laughs) I agree. I agree. So when it comes to what's too close and what's not, vacations with an ex how do you feel about that oh I say oh this is this is nuanced I think it depends let's start off with the easiest one for me to answer I think if there are children involved and y'all are going on a family vacation I think that is perfectly okay me too I don't see anything wrong with you still showing up as a family unit for your kids now if it is anything other than that, it is re- is really going to depend on the nature of that relationship. If y'all were together in high school, right, and then you broke up, and they're still your best friend 15, 16, 20 years later, by all means, go on vacation, right? If this is your most recent ex, <laughs> and it's just y'all two going on a vacation, I just, I would have questions, and I would just... I would really need to understand the relationship that y'all have with each other because I I don't know. I don't know why you would want to. Now, I want to I want to know your opinion on that for if you are dating someone or you know dealing with someone else or if you're just super super single single, you know, and vacationing with your ex. Like would I do it? Yes. Um no, hell no. I don't have an ex on this planet that I would go on a vacation with that no <laughs> I have people that I have mm-hmm. no I no I don't I literally I don't have an ex on this planet that I would go on vacation with there are people that I maybe like talked to for like three seconds of my life and mm-hmm. then it didn't work out so we just decided to be friends okay we can go on vacation 
But there's no one that I was like, in, that's an ex of mine that I need to go on a vacation with. Absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not opposed to being friends with exes. I just, I personally am not friends with any of my exes. The, you know, we just didn't, there was no need for a relationship to be maintained after the romantic relationship fell off. So now yeah, what, what about for. vacations up amongst <laughs> mutual friends and your ex? friends with my exes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now, what if your partner or your person or someone from your monog- um, non-monogamous dealings, you know, was going on a vacation with a group of friends and the ex- and an ex happened to be one of those friends, whether it's most recent ex or, you know, past, past ex. What are your feelings on that? Um, I think it just depends on the dynamic, you know. I would be, I would, and, and, I and you're, would and you're not, and you're not invited on the. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to go. Hell no. Mm-mm. I don't want to be with you and your friends. But, <laughs> um, I probably would be fine with that. I, I, for me, I'm not dating anyone that has connections in their life that make me feel insecure. If you have a connection in your life that makes me feel insecure, I'm not gonna choose to date you because I don't want to feel insecure in a relationship ever again in my life. So I totally get that. I would be okay with it. But in in the past, in relationships that I've had, I would not have been okay with it because I did feel insecure. Like as fuck. So me now, I would be I would definitely be okay with it. I would be like, yeah, sure. Like that's you know, this is someone where maybe their relationship transitioned. The friend group, like, yes, go ahead. Now if they were like, okay, we're sleeping in the same bed together. Yeah, now you now you all suspect. Yes, now I have follow up <laughs> questions about your intent. You know, what's going now on? Now I'm in the suitcase. Now, now it's like what you know. It's like what's going on. And it depends on who the ex is, when they were together, the severity. If it was the high school ex whatever I literally don't care but if this is your most recent and y'all was engaged or married or something (laughs) I just have you know I just have questions I just have questions um but yeah I in general I would be okay with it I'm also not going to tell a grown person what to do if it's something that makes me feel uncomfortable I'll tell you it makes me feel uncomfortable and if it makes me feel that uncomfortable and you still do it we probably don't need to be together so I guess we're gonna But in general, in general, I'd be okay with the whole group. What about you? Yeah, I would be okay with it. I mean, solo vacation, I probably would not be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even see her as much as I want to be like, you know what? Because I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, no solo solo vacations, unless it literally was the high school thing. I don't think I could deal with that, but. Because, listen, I dated a young lady who, when we started dating, she had already um, had this trip set up, paid for, whoop, 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 with someone else. Mm-hmm. And they ended up still going on a trip. I mean, she told me about it. You know, I knew about it before the trip and all of that. And I definitely felt some type of way. They weren't the only people on the trip, but it was like four of them. But I think her and the person still, like, their arrangement was to be there as two people who were dealing with each other, you know, when it was set up. So I want to say that the room, I feel like her story about the arrangements 
or not truthful. I already had in my head that y'all motherfuckers are sharing the same dwelling. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, it definitely made me feel some type of way. But like you said, I'm not going to tell a grown person what to do and what not to do. And these plans were already made, you know, before I came. I don't know how I, what decision I would make if I was in that uh, position because I want to go on my goddamn trip. <laughs> but see, for me, I, I that def- just means you're not wrapped up enough. Like you're, it's not a, there's not a bow on that relationship. So I'm good on, I'm not, I just don't need to date you. you well, this this was enough. just somebody that I was dating. Like we were not together. Um, you know, and we, we care for each other, you know, it was nice, but I mean, with you dating means a lot. Like dating could mean that this is the only person you've been talking to for three years. So like dating where y'all like talking, y'all had gone on a couple of dates or were you like seeing this person for a while? We were, we were revisiting the idea of, I mean, cause we tried it, didn't work. And then, you know, we revisited it again, mm. but she wasn't nobody that was, I was locking down. I mean, we were, we were dating. We were seeing each other. We were hanging out. You know, we had gone, had gone on some excursions together. So like we had some, you know, some time, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. It, it made me feel some type of way and we did not yeah. continue dating, you know, too long after that. And I, but I don't want to say it was, it ended because of, that situation I think that situation just opened my eyes to her honest factor or lack thereof mm-hmm. you know so it was an eye-opener she needed to mm-hmm. go on that trip you know I needed to I needed for her to go on that trip to see how it made me feel to see how she behaved you know while she was there I mean listen when you send a motherfucker away with somebody else that's gonna tell you all you need to know and I it mean really she will she I'm played. not going on no trip with no ex. I just, I'm not doing that. I really don't see how people do that. I don't like, think I would. I don't have any. Ex. Listen, I love me a nice trip. I don't think that at this right now in my life, I would be going on any trips with any exes right now. Like, mm-hmm. no, uh, no, I don't think so. Solo. Now, I'm not, I definitely will go on a trip with, you know, a group trip with my friends. Me and my exes, I do have exes and we share mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Very and, common with lesbians. And whether it, and they're not always our mutual friends based on our relationship together. Mm-hmm. You know, very common, like you said, within the lesbian community, you'll have people that end up being friends well after y'all stopped dating or had been friends well before y'all got together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that kind of is my um, link up with a couple of my exes. So we definitely have strong ties to our friendships that are, you know, that have strong ties to our exes. So I definitely wouldn't say no to a group trip that an ex was going to be on, you know, just because the ex was going to be there, Mm -hmm. even if I was dealing with somebody else. Cause I mean, the point of me going on that trip is not about the ex. Yeah. You know, and I don't feel like I want to have to be in a position where I need to be explaining, you know, that to someone that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. either. I think they should know. You should be honest. But I don't want to have to go through an entire 
breakdown of well, why you even want to go on a trip anyway? Your ex gonna be on there. She's one person on the trip. Okay. If yeah. we go somewhere super hot, it's gonna be bugs and bees, and I don't like them either. But I'm not gonna not go on the trip because it's gonna be some bugs. Yeah, I mean, and if it's like a a whole a whole friend group thing, I would I would be okay with it. Um, I don't have that situation in my life, so I can't imagine it. But I wouldn't care if somebody else did. I actually had to turn down a trip recently from someone who invited me to go somewhere um and she's not an ex but someone that I dated mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so funny dating me could mean a number of things it really could have it could dating you dating could mean that this somebody you've been dealing with for two years or two weeks like we got to differentiate with you you know people got to ask the right questions it's still a date we're still dating we're seeing each other well I okay, if someone is around for some years and some time, I may talk about them in terms of us seeing each other, you know, but I can I can date a person that I've only, you know, been out with once or twice, mm-hmm. you know, in the dating phase. But yeah, I had to oh, I had to turn down a trip invite just because it number one, I got a lot of shit going on but, you know, I am very much single, but I don't think that lover would appreciate that. And I think I'm in a space where I want to respect how she feels about, you know, that. Oh, that's so nice. I know. I know. I couldn't even believe it because it was such a nice trip. (laughs) All paid for. All you got to do is say yes type of situation. And I thought about it so bad. I really thought about it and not because it was like, ooh, I want to go here with this person specifically, but I want to be away and I want it to be completely taken care of. Like, this is a person that I want that I've never even slept with before, but she is very much into me. You know, I know this. Oh, yeah. See, if I was seeing someone that I'm really interested in and then someone like that asked me to go on a trip, I would also decline it. I would be like, no, like, no, like, why would I need to go on a trip with just you? Like that, that to me seems romantic. That's not something yeah. that is just your friend. Like, Well, yeah. I, knew, I knew that there was a 90% chance and we'll even tip it over to 95% chance that this was going to have some, this trip would have had some very romantic elements because this person is a very romantic being, like, Mm -hmm. and does it pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, So just on the vacation factor, it was like, damn it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm totally okay with my decision to decline the trip. I just, you know. Mm want to be honest you want to handle situations how you would want them to be handled with you and that's just how I try to move you know in life but had it been one of my friend friends my regular friends I would have said yes off the book okay especially if it was all all paid for honey we love all paid for trips over here I don't have no friend friends that's all paying for anything for me though so you know I do and I I rarely, are rich. <laughs> I rarely take. Well, you know, none of my friends. Well, I got a couple pretty wealthy friends, but I got some friends that have wealthy counterparts. So it's like you get a, a trip. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a trip yeah. just off the strength that yeah. you're going with this person. Um, but yeah, so I have a couple of those. 
But yeah, this was uh it was so so very this was very big of me and very much me feeling like I made a decision, like a relationship decision. I was so shocked at myself. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of you saying like I really do just you know want to honor your feelings and maybe just be with you. Hmm. Oh my hmm. god, you should see my face over here. Lover might be getting elevated soon. Uh, you know, she just makes me feel so good. So I feel like I should, you know, I definitely don't want to do anything that would make her feel slighted. And because I'm not interested in anybody else on that level mm-hmm. at this point in my life it wasn't a really hard decision mm-hmm. Aww, I love oh. it oh. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Mm-mm-mm-mm. I definitely was invited by an XX too but I had to say hell no because that had no good intentions with that invite, okay? It was trying mm-hmm. to, I'm going to suck you in. Trying to suck you in and suck you dry. And I'm okay. <laughs> wow, that was explicit. Okay. Oh my goodness, I definitely had to decline that with the quickness, but I didn't want any of that anyway, so that was an easy decline as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't want to open up that Pandora's box, not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, but I mean, I do think that vacationing with an ex is fine. Um, you just got to know what you're getting yourself into, and if you're dealing with somebody else, you know, it's it's a little shaky, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you have circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, X is still attending family functions. Now, I know you don't have, you're not dealing with that, but how do you feel about that? Um, kind of the same way I feel about it as far as vacations. Um, if it's kids involved, I definitely think, you know, I don't see there's anything wrong with that. Like, you know. I would not see anything wrong with someone who, you know, divorced and was maybe no longer a part of the family, but they still came to the family reunion every year. Or let's say, you know, it's people in our family. They have been, you know, they were married for like 20 something years. Mm-hmm. Like these are people that I have never known not as my family. Right. Yes, they're related by marriage, but like I've never not known you as my family. That's how long you've been a part of. So if you're still coming to the cookouts or whatever, to me, that makes sense. What doesn't necessarily make sense to me is your ex of one or two, maybe even three, four or five years, and y'all have no ties to each other, really. Why are you, why would you even want to come to my family function? <laughs> like, it, it would, I, I would be like, no, like, that would, that would be really weird. And like, I don't, I couldn't see myself dating anyone that does have an ex that's, that's that close that's still coming around I just don't see the point of it but you know I don't I don't know it's circumstantial none none of this is ever a hard nothing if y'all have been listening to this podcast nothing is ever a hard yes or no for me very few things are a hard yes or no for me so I we would need to talk (laughs) (laughs) so yeah 
Well, boo, 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 boo. I still got exes that definitely come to family functions. Okay. Why, though? <laughs> Listen, first of all, we can start with the family always loves my exes. Like, mm-hmm. and and these exes, I'm, I mean, literally, they become family. We don't have any kids involved, but I've, I date people for the long haul, like seven years to 10 years. So they've been around. Um, I've lived out of state for, you know, our family is in D.C., Maryland, you know, for the majority. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've lived in L.A. I've lived in Atlanta and I've had my exes, you know, be at family functions while I'm 3000 miles away. Like it has absolutely nothing to do with me. I wasn't the one that sent the invite. Like they don't even need an invite. It's like they're there. Like I have an ex that freaking still goes to visit my grandmother um, takes my grandmother to the grocery store. They talk on the phone. They have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's just it just happens, you know. And it has absolutely nothing to do with, you know, our dealing with each other. Like the their invite to the cookout is solely based on the fact that they had been around. And it's like off the oh girl, you know, you always invited. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, it, and it's just. It is what it is type of like, and again, like you said, with our family, it's not odd to see someone there and still come. Like my mom comes to the family dinners and like my stepdad has come, you know, but my mom will come just without her damn kids, without me. And my mother and father ain't been together in over 30 years, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's yes, it's a kid involved in terms of that's how she's connected to the family. But at this point, you can't use me as your excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, you come around because y'all have that relationship. So, I mean, I, but I totally can understand someone having a problem with that or that making someone feel uncomfortable just because yeah, it's sure. something that I am used to or I don't necessarily see a problem with. I'm not stepping in that position like, oh, you're tripping because you're looking at this situation like, hmm, like, what's really going on here? I totally get how it can raise some eyebrows, mm-hmm. you know, to a person that you're dating or dealing with. Uh, but, yeah, that is definitely the reality. I haven't had to bring anyone new to, like, holiday since my ex-fiance. Um, so... It's not like, oh, I have run into a situation where I'm bringing new bae and the ex is there. I don't, I definitely don't even want to deal with that situation. Like, just the uncomfortable factor of it all. Because I'd be walking into that situation and not knowing that my ex is there. Because don't nobody care to call me to tell me nothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I could not imagine going to somebody's family function, especially for the first time, and their ex is there. And, like, when I say ex, I'm usually talking, like, your most recent ex or, like, a very significant ex. I'm not talking about somebody you dated 10, 12, right. 15 years ago, somebody that was, like, a childhood friend that you dated. No. Like, your <laughs> most recent ex that you broke up with, like, eight months ago, and now you're dating me. I, I could not imagine walking into their family function and Shorty is sitting there like, hey, 
especially if I haven't met her before. <laughs> right. That just would be so extremely. Pass it just me the gravy. <laughs> that just seems uncomfortable. Like, why would you even want to put somebody you're dating like through that? <laughs> that seems uncomfortable. And if your ex is still a part of your life to that level where they are still going to family functions, I feel like I would already know about it and probably maybe already know the ex if they're still that important in your life. So, but see, like for my ex, she could, she can, she has these relationships with my family, but it's not like I get, I'm cued in on when, when and where, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's very, it could be very common for me to, you know, I mean, shit, I called my grandmother one day and she was over there like, oh, yeah, such and such and just, you know, she about to leave out the house. You want to say hi? Like, I mean, what the hell are you doing at my grandmother's house? But, <laughs> you know, See, and it's is, not an uncomfortable conversation because I really appreciate that and I love their relationship, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it's something that makes me chuckle. But I definitely can get, again, how it can make somebody else uncomfortable yeah for sure I would be like okay that's just not (laughs) a dynamic I have ever dealt with you know my my ex is not going to be in my family's relationship I mean in my family's life like that I do not wish for her to be I don't I definitely don't wish to be in her family's life I don't like them people like Um, I have I have an ex that if I came home came in town that I could go to her family's house, like her closest family's house. I can go to her siblings' place, like off the. Hey, I'm in town. Leave the door unlocked. Like, and I'm, you know, like, and I could just be there, mm-hmm. like, and no one has to check in with her. Now, whether they decide to do it on their own, you know, people got their own level of loyalty and how they, you know, I know that if somebody came to Atlanta and my sister was like okay yeah you can come in my sister I'm not gonna just walk in my house and somebody's here and I don't know mm-hmm. you know but I have certain relationships with people that she knows that she don't necessarily have to clear it with me now she might you know just still want to run it by me just because but if she had decided to be like I mean all right just come on through and it might not be a be here all day type of thing mm-hmm. but you know, hey, when you plan on coming home, you coming by yourself type of shit because such and such had just stopped by. Like, See, oh. yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't I don't have any kind of any of those relationships in my life, so I just can't wrap my head around it. But I mean, if I was with somebody and I and I trusted them, then okay. <laughs> I only want to deal with people though that I trust on those levels. If I can't and that's not saying that things won't make me feel uncomfortable. I don't have to not trust you to be uncomfortable with mm-hmm. something. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? You don't yep. have to ha- be a liar to make me second guess something. You know what I mean? Or make mm-hmm. for it to rub me the wrong way. But I definitely want to be, I just want to deal with someone that I don't have to just question just because. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like whether it's exes call your phone um, and we can get into that like because I know, again, I know a ton of insecure ass women. Great women. Great. Mm-hmm. Insecure as fuck. Like, why the fuck is your ex calling your phone? Why she still got your number? Why are you still following her? Why she not blocked? Why you, like, whoa, 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 whoa. These are, what, these are too many rules. But, like, yeah. Call, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel no type of way. Now, 
again, the antennas are always going to raise up. The eyebrows are always going to raise up when certain things happen. But I don't want to be jumping out of my skin if the person that I'm dating X called their phone. You know what I mean? Now, if you didn't gave me a reason dealing with this ex to make me side eye you, that's a whole nother ball game. You know? Yeah. That. Why is your ex even calling you? Like, what do y'all have to talk about? I don't get it. I I just I personally don't get it because I don't. Most of the time, I don't see the point of keeping an ex in your life. Most of the time. Because most of, at least for me personally, when the romance part of the relationship kind of expires, everything else really, like, does as well. Mm-hmm. But if it was an ex that really was your friend, I'm no longer viewing them as, like, an ex. I'm like, oh, that's your friend calling you. That's your friend who you just so happen to have been in a relationship with at one point. Right, but, but you know so- some people some people will pick up that ex word when it's convenient. The whole time. That's it- true, because I don't even, <laughs> I don't even th- I wouldn't even think of that person as just like an ex. When I think of ex, I'm thinking of like this person, like you're not even on that wavelength with them no more. Like Now if the person is not on that wavelength no more, do you feel like you should tell the person that you're dealing with that y'all were once on that on that wave? Like, if you know that that is, like, that relationship, is, this is now your friend, you know, and this is how you're looking at them. Is it, is it important for you to let the person you're dealing with know that this was somebody that you had dealings with? Because if they oh, don't I know, so. they wouldn't even be looking to consider this person an ex. You know what I mean? Some people, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. For, I think it's so hard for some people to, once they know, to pull them out of that box. Oh, I think so. Because I think it's just dishonest. I think it's like dishonesty by omission. Like you're mm-hmm. going to tell me that this person is your friend, but you just conveniently leave out that y'all had a whole relationship. I don't like that at all. That would make me, I would immediately stop messing with you. I'd be like, you know, you could have just told me and explained then, and your relationship and it would have been cool. Does this go for those high school relationships or fresh out of high school relationships? Do you tell the person? Yeah, because like, why not? Why wouldn't you be like, oh yeah, this is my homie, and we we dated, you know? I mean, I like agree. I agree, yes, but I, I think that that's so much for some people. Like in their mind, it, this this dynamic completely crazy. fucking switches. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just why would you not like? If I'm talking to anybody about any of my friends, I'm usually kind of like, oh, this is my friend Ashley. We went to college together. Like that's just like mm-hmm. natural. So why would you be like? Why would you just leave? That's a to me. That's a very intentional omission. Like, d- intentional yeah. omissions are just dishonest, in my opinion. Like why? why I, do I you agree. Leave out? Ugh, people are people act like that. See, I can't. I'm never dating anyone ever again. If this is how people act. <laughs> if this is how people act, I'm never dating again. Well, because... when I see those signs, I com- I completely go left. Like, okay, yes. you're you're absolutely not the person for me. I won't even put myself in this box at all. There are certain things that I know that I bring to the table especially when it comes to exes, you know, not like mm-hmm. I just pack them up in my backpack and they come along for the ride. But I do have exes that I am friends with, that I still have relationships with, that I have good relationship relationships with, you know. I also have exes that when they talk about me, their whole fucking face still lights the fuck up because I am the best thing that, most of, that has happened to most of my exes, mm-hmm. romantically speaking. So it's just, if you're dealing with me and you come around a person, that has dealt with me, you're, I feel like you're going to feel that. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And that's when the a lot of the insecurities come into play. Yeah. Wow. People yeah. are you definitely got to know who you're dating and and what that what that looks like. You know what I mean? Because you can uh-huh. find a person and everything is, you know, oh my gosh, she's the one. But some people cannot deal with, you know, again, my relationships with my exes or my their relationships to my family. Um, that might be too much for a person, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily understand it, but I have to respect it. But you know, yeah, you like- you got to know these things sooner than later because then you end up being in this situation where you've been dating someone for a year and now it's so hard to get out of this situation that you just don't want to deal with and like people should start removing themselves from situations that like if someone has an existing situation existing relationships and existing life before you ever came along and you don't like that life why are you trying to be a part of it or don't trying to change date it. them. Yeah, don't just don't date them. Date someone who has a life that you like, that you want to be a part of. Like, don't go into someone's life and try to change what they have going on. Just don't date them. You know, I feel like that's a very simple solution to things. If you don't like someone's friends, why would you want them to dump their friends? Just don't date them. Date someone who you like their friends. Very, okay. It seems simple, but people don't want to do that. Sorry, good people. If y'all now hear another maniac dog in the background or a maniac dog, it's mine. <laughs> Telling us to get to the clictionary, actually. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, it's time. It's time. Listen, we can talk about exes all day. That shit yeah, can just... Really can. And y'all hear how fed up I get about it. Let's <laughs> weird. y'all make me mad. <laughs> well let let me just end the ex the ex combo with this for myself because I feel like out of the duo I carry the most ex baggage. Mm, from, yes, yes. And I, and I'm okay with that because I'm honest about my shit and listen, either it's going to be or it's not going to be. But I've learned in the more recent past that it's very important to not only acknowledge how you want to move forward with, um, you know, how you deal with your ex, but if you really do care about the person that you're dealing with to really, really consider, you know, their feelings and don't just consider it on a level of I'm considering it just because, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? This is what I'm supposed to do. You really should give yourself the opportunity to look on the outside from the other side looking in see how this same situation would make you feel you know what I mean and if the if the consequences of you know the damage is worth it you know what I mean because I mean I love my loyalty to everybody in my life including my exes because it's just who I am I don't think that they should have that much authority over how my new dealings and new relationships um, go and operate. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not the one like, you know, pulling the strings, you know, like a puppet master, they don't have to be the ones in control of how everything goes. But if you are just strictly, no, I'm not like just allowing the presence of your ex to really make a difference. Like just make sure it's important enough because I definitely dropped the ball, like I said, 
on a situation before because I was so just trying to stick to my guns about I don't change my relationships with people for other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it just it wasn't worth it. Yeah, it is okay to definitely like have boundaries and stuff. And it goes like, I mean, you could apply it to anything else, right? Like you might have an extremely close relationship with your best friend. And like all of a sudden you start dating someone and now like you might not see them as often because you need to make time for your new person. Like it's okay to like let relationship dynamics change when someone new comes in your life. And that don't That's mean that you're being, being selfish. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're being selfish. And, like, that doesn't mean that someone is trying to control you because they're trying to, like, come in your life and have boundaries be present. Like, that is a difference. Like, it's okay to, like, have boundaries with people to respect your new relationship. Like, that is absolutely okay. This is true. This yeah. is true. I had to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. I was sliding down the yep. wall. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that is a difference. That's not that's a difference like from being like control. Controlling is like your ex can't be in your life. Not controlling is like, hey, like this relationship dynamic makes me uncomfortable. Can we like come up with some boundaries? That's okay. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well that was very interesting. That mm-hmm. was interesting. We're gonna it be was. off the exes, okay? get off the exes and we just gonna jump on the clip real quick we're gonna jump on the missionary (laughs) that's really intense (laughs) let's do it let's do it do it we're gonna let you start us off i think the less i think we're starting off on the seas okay no ended are we yes Okay, we are. We are. We're starting off with the C's. We've gotten to some of the D's already, but we'll start off with the C's. The first one is Celesbian, a mm. famous lesbian. So a celebrity lesbian. Think you're Ellen, I guess. I don't know. Look, why is that Killarney. the first person we just say? Think of your Ellen. And then we're so disappointed afterwards. Uh. I know. It, it really is a letdown. Queen Latifah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Listen, Queen Latifah, well, she's in a very committed situation. Like, mm-hmm. is she married yet? Did they? They probably Honestly, got married they keep on it the love. So private, who knows? I love it though. Black, I love successful, it. like doing a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's another black lesbian? Lena Waithe, how do we feel about her? I know how I feel about her. How do you feel about her? I don't really know too much about her. I heard she did some problematic shit, but I don't pay her any mind at all. And honestly, I'm just tired of her making black trauma films. Can she make something else? (laughs) I don't know much about the problematic shit that she's been doing. I'm just, like, tired of her, like, traumatizing black people. So... (laughs) I don't know nothing about her. I don't think she's, you know, she's not my type. So. She's not my type physically wise, like looks, anything like that. Like, but successful, like, I mean, I love writers. I love producers. I love all of that shit. Like boss, lesbian bitch. That's what I see. Now, I don't know about the problematic shit that she did. Um, I'm going to have to do my research but yeah i will have to look it up i'm not tapped into what lena waith is doing literally. i love um <laughs> i mean i just think that she does but she is said, successful you, you said she does trauma 
trauma projects for black people i was gonna say i love that she is putting out so much of black content i love that she's putting out black content too she just really can't be traumatizing us like that like she gotta find a new genre but then again i also don't very much pay attention to lena wake and what she has going on so i don't know but I do know she was in some drama or something, honey. And I believe it was some lesbian tea. So that might be something that we need to follow up on. We do. I know some shit happened with her and her ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to look into that and follow up next week. Okay, let's do talk that. About the, talk about the mess. And we're we going to have to up our um, our, celes- our black celesbian. And, well, yeah, our, our celesbian list anyway. But definitely the black ones. Because mm-hmm. I need to know who are really... Who are actual real lesbians because I just can't name them off the top of my head. I'm telling you, it would go Lena, Queen Latifah, Lena Waif, Young and May. Yeah, I mean, Kaylani, she black, right? Yeah, she's something, but she's something. She, I think she, she black, she, she like Afro Latina or something, right? I don't know, but I guess let Whatever. me stop I'm being, let me stop being one of those lesbians that's like, oh, I mean, she is not a lesbian though. I mean, she's bisexual, she's in the letter. No, she's, she's a, a lesbian, is she? Yeah, she's a lesbian. Like, she's a whole lesbian. She came out as a lesbian like two years ago. I mean, but she was just with the nigga with the shiny shoes. I mean, how many of us dated a man before we came out as a lesbian? No, but this was less than two years ago. But she's what? a whole lesbian now. She's young. You know, she's like 24. Yeah, okay. but she's gay gay though. Like, she's she was dating him, but she's gay gay. Okay. Yeah, well, she's a okay. lesbian. She don't date men no more. Okay, well then, hey, welcome to the team, Kalani. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we including her. Okay, we can we we definitely can, blah, 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 blah. we definitely can include her. It's some people that don't come out today 50 years old, so we can include Kaylani's little young ass. That's true. That's true. <laughs> young fine ass. She is young and fine and of of some ethnicity, so I can get with that. <laughs> I can get with that. Okay. Let me see how old she is. I don't think she's 24. She's older than that. I think she's like 26, 27. Cuz she's too young for you if she's 24. She's 26. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Exception? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. She got a girlfriend, but exception, for sure. I would rather date her girlfriend, though, to be honest. <laughs> I need I need to know this, too. Who is her damn girlfriend? I don't know. Some sexy stuff with long, curly hair. You know, that's my type, so... Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the next C? Um, we have the chapstick lesbian, also known as the soft butch. Or the STEM lesbian. She falls somewhere in the middle of traditionally masculine and feminine. Generally appears androgynous. Generally physically, sexually, and romantically expresses themselves in a more masculine than feminine way. And they prefer chapstick over lipstick. Mm-hmm. I've had a really good depiction. Referred to themselves as a chapstick lesbian before. It was an interesting choice of label, but... Did it flow? Did this uh, definition resonate with them? Um, at the time, for 2010, 2011, 2012, yes. Okay. This person now, current day, as they presented back then, will be what we consider now as a stud. Gotcha. But we know how that definition has changed. Mm-hmm. So. Very yeah. much so. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, we like the little chapsticks, little soft butch stem lesbians. They, they fall into my category. The dom on dom, I like that, or the little short, cute little dykes. 
Oh yeah, that's definitely my my preference. I want you in boy clothes, but you can still wear your winged eyeliner and have your little short little nails done. You know, I've never da- dated a winged eyeliner really before, uh-huh. but I I think it's so cute. And the fact it that is. I can't do winged eyeliner, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely dated like full face of makeup studs before. I love that's my preference. So. I love it to look at. I like I've them, never I like them girly or just I've pretty never face. Had that before. Mm, love me a pretty. Love me a pretty. I think face. the younger me was like putting my lesbian lovers in a box. Mm-hmm. Definitely wish that I had more of an open mind when mm-hmm. I was younger in t- terms of the women that I dated. But yeah, they're they cute. They are cute. They're the best kinds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They out here shooting. Girl, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it's getting wild. Oh my goodness. What is happening? Everything. Everything is always happening. Cool, cool. Oh, fine. Do we want to stop there at the seas since we're yes. 74 in? Yes, let's go ahead and stop there and then we will pick it back up next week. With some good ones, actually. Some shit I ain't never heard of. So we gonna leave that for next week. Yeah, we do got some stuff going into the D's and the E's and the F's mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we're gonna bring you guys some guests very, very, very soon. I've been trying to figure out who we should have on first. Like, I have some some good candidates. We shall see, we shall see, but we're going to have some good people and have some good juicy conversations. Yes, any suggestions, you guys let us know. I've been seeing the listener count go up, 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 so I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. Y'all keep on listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Come on in, drop, join the convo. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, come visit us every day i mean a new episode drops every wednesday but y'all can catch us monday through sunday whenever we're here we're here for all your lesbian needs yes (laughs) thank you all for listening yes and let me know how you feel about the x conversation yes because that is fucking loaded baked potato and we just we didn't even dive into everything we could have for the exes so it'll definitely be something we swing back to for sure Uh uh-huh y'all tell me how y'all feel about me and my ex baggage because you know it's it the the load is lighter than it used to be yeah how y'all feel about uh how y'all feel about diamond exes just pulling up the grandma's crib (laughs) listen (laughs) how y'all feel about that it's grocery money that i don't have to spend so i'm okay with it you know (laughs) Grandma bags up a hefty bill too. So, listen. (laughs) Anyway, in the meantime, you lesbos stay safe. Stay safe. Yes, stay safe. Yes, have some safe sex. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Make sure that you all are following us on our Instagram and on our Twitter, on our personal accounts, and also on our. podcast accounts my personal account i'm not about to spell them all out so make sure you check the bio and also check um all the social media postings on lesbo chronicles and then you'll be able to find me that way because it's there are (laughs) way too long but it's all gonna be there linked for you and easy to find what about you diamond well you know you can find me on all socials at diamond shantae D-I-A-M-O-N-D-C-H-A-N-T-E. Mm-hmm. And you can find us every day on 
Lesbo Convo. That's on Twitter. Um, or go to the Instagram at Lesbo Chronicles. Um, yeah. And on all uh, major streaming platforms for the podcast, Lesbo Convo, Lesbo Convo, Lesbo Convo. Um, so, yeah, check us out. Join the conversation. And, yeah, we can't wait to hear from you. Bye. Bye.